Welcome to In Moderation. The show where we give you a moderate dose of info, sarcasm, and we already know we're not approved. Welcome to episode 15, and we have Chef Mike with the unpronounceable last name here. Hi, oh, <laughs> it's Mike. Harris, and it's, spe- it's said just like it's spelled H A R A C Z Harris. Zed. I don't understand the confusion. Zed. That's exactly how I would think it was spelled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, if it's if it's said exactly how it's spelled, then it would be Herrick Zed. Herrick. It's in Polish. It's like Harach, which is uh, because I'm Polish, and apparently that's the money you give people for protection for your business. Oh, so that's what that means. Is that how McDonald's is doing so well? I think that's what they're there. The hush money <laughs> figured it out. Yeah. Classic. So you well, are an ex-corporate chef for McDonald's. That is correct. And you currently do R&D for big food. Yes, I am uh, some of your favorite people's probably enemy. However, they don't realize that I also make their items as well. So not only do I help develop the cheapest preservative filled as much water macaroni salad for walmart i also make the incredibly all-natural organic gluten-free paleo whatever for your extreme whole foods consumer so it is my job to make all the things for all the people i think we're gonna go the big food route because we want it we want some controversy right like right rob like that's how people blow up is how yeah yeah Yeah. i am am now the face of big food we have (laughs) with us big food as our guest oh also my daughter which you may hear her make some noise as well Uh, special (laughs) guest special with two two guests um, you start hearing burping. It's not us. <laughs> it's Oakley. Well, or no me. promises could, yeah. on that one. Um, All that silly musk, <laughs> is, uh, you know, keeps me. <laughs> but uh, Don't get yes, the red forty. Chef Mike, okay, I want to start with talking something right off the bat, because I always see these videos, and I'm always interested, and it seems like everyone all, everyone else is also interested, because those are the videos that always blow up. How mm-hmm. do we get McDonald's food not at McDonald's? That's All what right. I want to know. They, you so, know, at the store, how mm-hmm. do we get? I want, I want, I want, I want McDonald's chicken nuggets. I want like their fries. I want the closest thing to that. If not at McDonald's, mm-hmm. I want it at my house. How do I get close to that? Gotcha. Some of my more recent TikTok posts have been where you could find yes. close dupes of these items. So love it. Big food secret here. When <laughs> yes, you're the big uh, food secrets. When you're it. a McDonald's, you are big enough to buy a specific recipe or formula all to yourself. Nobody at McDonald's restaurants are going to your local supermarket and getting mayonnaise <laughs> off the shelf and developing a thing. Everything is so big and is made in such mass production that there's their own recipe or own formula. However, retailers that usually want a store brand to compete with national brand or whatever will look at sales numbers on the best thing in a category. So let's say uh, French fries or breakfast sausage or whatever. McDonald's sells more than everyone else. So I want my uh, Walmart store brand to kind of taste and look just like McDonald's because I'm not advertising. I'm not doing anything other than having a store brand. And when somebody eats it, that's probably the most recognizable flavor based off of sales numbers. So big food, it's all about them numbers, unfortunately. What I want to know 
is where do I get American McDonald's fries here in Canada? Oh, that's are you both Canadian or just wait, one? No, we're not both Canadian. I wait, oh. you, hold on, hold on, hold on. I was ready to shut this down. I was wait, ready is to Canadian is Canadian fries different? Are Canadian fries different? Am I learning this for the first time? So, You're learning this for the first time. Um the French fries that are served in the US, I believe, are pre-fried in oil that has a beef flavor in it. And they get it rid is, of that for Canada? Is it maple syrup uh, and flavored? I guess in Canada, that is not a thing. <laughs> or there's some there's some really goofy labeling laws where they can kind of hide it. Not sure how well. Everybody laws. says they taste different. I've never had American well, McDonald's fries, so I'm not sure. I mean, it's pretty. But I, I'm pretty sure Liam hit it on the head there. It's the maple syrup. It's got to be the syrup. Yeah, it's got to yeah. be. Uh, yeah, little little extra hockey puck dust that they add <laughs> on, on that. That's but um, so I was specific to the U.S. menu with all of my work that I did. Um, what's interesting? Every other country other than the U.S., even Canada, their consumers are more willing to wait. They are more willing to pay a little bit more for a cool flavor, a different thing. Like if you go to a McDonald's Japan, McDonald's Mexico, any other country, there's all these different interesting flavors that is also due to money because McDonald's in the U.S., huge. They want everything cheap and fast as humanly possible. There are also supply chain issues that McDonald's needs to worry about. When you and and food crossing a border not only costs a lot, it is just so difficult to do that for the masses. So other countries try to source ingredients locally, reducing the you know carbon footprint of delivering things so they don't have to worry as much about ruining an entire industry of supply chain. So like McDonald's can only get so much Alaskan Pollock in the U.S. for their filet of fish. Because they could easily buy it all and destroy the entire industry. So they choose not to do that, uh, which is nice. Um, yeah, capitalism, the, baby. Let's yeah, go. America, you know, yeah. freedom, I need to. I need to almost destroy the industry just we'll enough so it can recoup. Keep it alive. Just as, as so milk is much I'll money. Buy all of it. I'll buy all the stuff. possibly can. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so they make sure to, to, to not destroy an industry. But there are things. There is a story. Um, they wanted to come up with some premium fruit and yogurt parfait where they were using using fresh blueberries. And after a while, somebody started doing math. And if they were to launch that item just in the U.S. with fresh blueberries, they would have to buy the entire world's resource of blueberries wow. for it to launch it. Which no there will be no that's, fresh blueberries for that's anyone. That's too many blueberries. What? There's that's got- way for <laughs> McDonald's? That Just is way too much fresh. So, like, you could make a bunch, freeze it, and that helps with your issues there. But for fresh blueberries and to keep up with demand, they would need to buy all of them. So, again, they did not move forward with uh, with that project. So, okay, well, what I, heard- I got out of all of this <laughs> yeah. is that, uh, hey, Canadians, so – Whenever you're at fast food places and, you know, the clerk is like, hey, sorry, it's taking so long, eh? And you're like, that's no problem, eh? I'm sorry it's uh, taking you that long. We get rewarded for being patient. We yeah, get more stuff. It's better, yes. Quality-wise, they're willing <laughs> to, yeah, all, all that kind of thing. You Maybe they'll hook you up with a Labatt or a Molson Triple X <laughs> while you wait, trying to think of other Canadian beer deliciousness. 
Uh, that's all I can think of at the moment. No, we want it fast <laughs> and cheap right here, right? Oakley in the United That's States, we want right. fast and cheap. It is speaking so of, unfortunate, yes. <laughs> speaking of fast me. and cheap, we got to know what is in the uh, beef, because I know it's not I know it's not actually beef. That's According to everybody I've seen on the internet, it is either horse meat or maybe whale, cockatrice. Wait, I'm totally going to, I'm going to divulge the secret. Uh, this is a hot, off the press, you're not going to find this information from anyone else other than your boy right here, who's going to give you secret insider info. It's made <clears throat> with human remains from the crematorium Let me next tell door, you. isn't it? So although McDonald's is huge, they are not big enough to be vertically integrated with their beef, which vertically integrated, which they are with chicken in the United States, means you own the egg, you decide the feed, you sell the feathers. You you own the birds from beginning to end. Where beef, they don't do that. They buy beef on the open market, just like every supermarket that you would go to. It's literally exactly the same beef. Uh, it's cheapest to just use beef and not use any of those other ingredients. And legally, for ingredient statement-wise, they have to put like what's in it. It is literally 100% beef. Nobody believes me when I tell them that. I've been to You're the You're kidding. It, it's, it doesn't cost less oh, for you to use more ingredients? Do you know – people are like, oh, they're using that lab-grown meat already. Do you know how expensive – and I am not against lab-grown meat. This I'm neutral in the subject. Right. My comp- I sell ingredients and I work with companies that do this that are trying to figure it out. I'm neutral. I'll help them. I'll help everybody. It is so expensive to – it would not oh, yeah. make any sense to put lab-grown meat in it because it's so expensive. Yeah, it is, <laughs> it's a new technology. It's, I mean, and like to make the volume McDonald's would need, it's, it's the most like, – Well, I don't – Do I people was... forget what it was like when 3D printers first came out and they were like thousands of dollars and you had to spend – like... I finally made a, a dice. Oh, look at this. I made one. <laughs> thousand dollars in filament galore. I yep. Rob had something with the crematorium. I mean, McDonald's is so big, they got to have their own graveyard or something like that. I mean, <laughs> I feel like there's something there. Oh, you know what I think it is? A lot of it comes down to, remember the, the pink slime when that came out? That was like oh, huge. Yeah. That was everywhere. And people were like, well, I'm done eating at McDonald's. I'm like, no, you're not, Todd. Like, you're yeah. going tomorrow. Like, I know you, <laughs> you go there and every also, day. Also, I mean, who would just want to like leverage one of the most recognizable brands ever in their content to get like views and information like that's super annoying when people do that. So anytime there's any food related thing like potatoes and gassing off McDonald's does it. No, that's the entire potato industry that it's not a McDonald's thing. It's a the industry. That's how it works. Do you want potatoes year round? They're going to have to store them. There are different ways yep. to store them using, you know, modified atmospheres to keep them longer. And then you're going to have to let that gas off, you know, when you're transporting it. But everyone's going, McDonald's did it. No, that's the industry. Everybody does it. Well, I still feel a little unsatisfied with the where I get the McDonald's stuff. So what about like, so I I know you've seen, I've, I've seen you do some things where you go to like the frozen, you talk about frozen section and like chicken nuggets and stuff like that, that are mm-hmm. similar to McDonald's. What's a chicken nugget I could get that's similar to McDonald's? Uh, I recently posted about, it's either Pilgrim's brand or Pilgrim's, Pilgrim's Pride. There's also, um, oh. I'll look back in my post, but I'm, 
you have to obviously look up a tempura mm. style battered one. Okay. The the issue is also going to be you can't just microwave them. You got to deep fry them. So right. if you want them to taste like McDonald's, you have to make sure you don't get your dino nugget, which is pre-cooked chicken. You got to get a more premium chicken nugget, which is raw in the middle that mm. you have to fry. Got it. Uh, See, these are the sequels I need. Pilgrim's Pride, at least in the U.S. Mm. Man, how much oil does McDonald's go through? Like, how they, <laughs> they must go through. I can't. I, I don't. I, I don't have the capacity Massive. to fathom just the Correct. amount that of is oil. How much. I I can't give you a number on oil, but I will give you a number that will blow your mind. In the United States alone, the fresh cracked eggs that go on egg McMuffins. Okay. So only the round egg which are cracked fresh in McDonald's stores in the U.S. Uh, on average, uh, a year, they serve 7 billion eggs. No, that's a lie. Just the round that's egg. No, I don't believe it. Bullshit. Not the square, not the square egg bit. That we're not counting the eggs that's used for the regular, like, scrambled egg or the folded egg or the egg that goes in the breakfast burrito. It is only the Egg McMuffin and only in the United States. Well, so we just lost all our vegan audience. Um, yeah, sorry about so that, So many eggs. Yeah, that- yeah. So it's it's over the... I, I helped develop these buttermilk crispy tenders when I worked there, and it literally changes the commodity price of chicken because we buy so much, and even though they're vertically integrated, they could buy outsourced to fill, you know, to deal with capacity. And they had to do that because it sold so well in the first month. That's so crazy. Okay, so yeah. you're a chef from McDonald's, so you obviously have to come up with, like, recipes and stuff like that. Like, what what, is, what really goes in? Is there, like, testing? Do you get a bunch of people, you come in, you're like, hey, this is McDonald's, we're trying new things, you know, try this, like, oh, that stinks. Like, I don't want that. Like, how, what go, how, how do you decide on, like, what to make? Like, what's going on? So... And one of the reasons why I don't I left the company is because I had really no decision making or influence in oh. any of that world. Oh, that small uh, thing. Most of the projects or development would come through marketing. So marketing would determine we need a new chicken sandwich because okay. Chick-fil-A is stealing share from us. Uh. A lot of in the fast food business is share. There is all there is a finite number of people who are ordering chicken. 23% of all sales is Chick-fil-A or whatever. Right. And they're growing the share. More people are going there than ours. So how do we get more people to come to us? Do we knock them off? Do we make a, a Chick-fil-A version and sell it at our place? Okay. Do we try to do whatever? So do they come to you and say like, okay, Chick, all right, this Chick-fil-A sandwich is, is killing it. Okay, Mike. So we need you to, to yeah. make something that's like this, but that's Correct. cheaper for McDonald's Correct. because we want things fast and cheap. And you have yes. to come with something very similar, but cheaper. And I would, the, the re, another reason why they probably don't like, because I fought them constantly. Who would not go to Chick-fil-A to come to McDonald's to eat the same Chick-fil-A? People who go to Chick-fil-A are people who are, who are like Whole Foods consumers. There's no logical reason why they want to keep going there. I'm a Chick-fil-A consumer, and I have a story for you about that. So a lot of the work, marketing comes out, we need this. So we do focus groups, consumer panels. Right. Most of my job, I wasn't even cooking all of the... Um, suppliers of McDonald's have full teams of chefs, like much better chefs than me, helping develop, do all the work. So I'm managing stuff. So we got into focus groups and marketing was like, well, we want a Chick-fil-A one. I was like, all right, we'll give you a Chick-fil-A one. Chef Mike's version, I'm going to put one in a panel. 
along with our original, you know, their original okay. one. So we're in the panel. We're trying. You can arrange to to bring in random heavy McDonald's eaters, heavy Chick Fil A eaters. Man, they got whoever. a whole system. That's just it's great. Whole, like, <laughs> do they have like people on the list like returning customers? Like this is this is Absolutely. George. He like, comes to McDonald's every person. day. They love coming and doing these for free food. So yeah, and this That's is not so just the, McDonald's. the The better all question is, where do we get love, on this list? All of the stuff you um, love is probably been in a focus group. So this is not just a McDonald's thing. This is Whole right. Foods consumers. It could be ultra health and wellness health advocates. You can arrange, you know. No, get no, data this has seed oils. We can't, we can't bring that one oh, in here. Oh, yeah. Woo! <laughs> My information, I'm going to explode. Um, but we're in a room. I'm feeding people blind, all right? So they don't know what the food is. If you're a heavy user, you kind of like, oh, that's Chick-fil-A. That's probably McDonald's. And... Mine kept winning against we we would order Chick-fil-A, bring it in, take the wrapper off, and people would eat it and rate it. We made a Chick-fil-A knockoff version. People would eat it and rate it. We made Chef Mike's version. And the first one we did, mine won. Marketing and all this other influence were like, now nah, our owner operators want a Chick-fil-A. Let's do another test. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do another test per their requirement. I win again. Five times in a row, my chicken sandwich wins. But they're like, the owner operators think and marketing thinks we need a Chick-fil-A knockoff. So oh, we're just going to go ahead with that. But in the room, when after you know information, they've eaten everything, there's always moderators. So they actually talk about, and this is like consumer psychology is amazing. Where group think all of the well, somebody says something and now everybody agrees with them, even though they weren't thinking that two seconds ago. So they're like, hey, Chick-fil-A fans, fanatics who identify, you just rated the new chicken sandwich better. This one is going to be sold at McDonald's. Would you go to McDonald's to get it? Huh, no, you like it better. Well, I'm a Chick-fil-A consumer, but you like yeah. this better and it will be cheaper. Yeah, I'm not going to go there. Is that this? See, this is so interesting because I think it kind of comes back to what we've talked about before in this podcast, where it's just like <laughs> food kind of becomes a, a religion, a, yeah. a politics. Like it becomes this just who you are sort of thing, where you have a diet. Like I am keto. You're like I am a Chick Fil A eater. I will yep. only eat from this restaurant. I don't care. Oh, something's better. Fuck that. That's dumb. No. <laughs> the thing no. that I'm used to. <laughs> no. There are so many reasons, and that's why I personally don't like to vilify things that I don't like, because there are so many reasons why somebody would choose this over that. Unfortunately, my kids still love Happy Meals, so I have to go get Happy Meals occasionally. And they're like, hey, Mike, and you're like, yeah, I'm back. Yeah, your kids no like. one in the driveway was like, aren't you the dude? Nobody has, has recognized me doing that yet. But Really? Uh, no, I, I mean, yeah. That's great. I'm not uh, immensely popular in that world. But That's great. all of the reasons, whether you're in a food desert, it's the only things are available. Mm-hmm. You're on a budget. You won the lotto and you could get all these Bobby approved items like that's there's all these reasons why some my my grandma said that I can't eat this because it's haunted. So I've never another great example is now you can actually eat like pork chops, things of that 150 to 155 degrees and they're okay for you. So some people would consider that undercooked. When I was growing up, it was cooked pork until it 
is disintegrating because back in the day, pig farmers would just feed their pigs trash. Now that we are having industry, it's like it's safer, it's cleaner. Hmm. You could undercook it a little bit, you know, and it is food safe, more juicy, more moist and delicious. Busha, grandma, ain't going to do that. She thinks it's like you got to put it in a crock pot till it disintegrates. It's it's so funny. Because you, you're like, okay, so McDonald's, they're going to come out with the new best tasting thing. It's like, no, 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 no. It's like, it's like movies right now. Every movie coming out is just a remake of a different movie, right? It's yeah. just it's the it's multiverse of the other. It's a multi, other yeah, we, we've done yeah. this before. We're going to remake it. Now it's the same thing in food. We're like, no, Chick-fil-A's done it. No, you know, Wendy's has done it. We're going to create the same thing, but slightly different so yeah. that we can sell it. And then we're going to market the hell out of it. Because yeah. like most of I, my, most of my career job there, there is nonstop projects of can you match this one this other one they're selling well this company wants to make it or we want you to match that product because we're going to try to make it cheaper and then we could go to that company and say look we can make the same thing five cents less a pound why don't you buy ours so there's a lot of that stuff there's just general cost reduction when egg prices were spiking Mm -hmm. all of these companies were like hey Oreo cakesters, how do we how do we remove egg from this because it's so expensive? All right, I've got different um, fruit and vegetable fibers that we can use to replace the egg that will give it structure and it will increase your fiber content. It's actually better for you, but it is a little more expensive. But because of egg prices, right. it might be neutral. Awesome. And then hmm. egg prices level out, and we're like, nah, we don't need we don't need fiber. We don't need any of those things anymore. <laughs> Let's That's, go back yeah. to the original. It's okay. interesting. Have, yep. you, have you worked on any other thing like besides McDonald's that were like interesting to you? Like, uh, you know, just like cases where like, you know, they had the company I, had to swap um, something. We uh, currently sell ingredients to all of the plant-based everything you could think of. So whether hmm. that's milks, you know, plant-based cream cheeses, plant-based burgers, all of those things, we provide ingredients, and I help develop all of those kinds of products. The question um, is, how toxic are they now? Well, <laughs> and I've been media trained by by big food, so I know how to answer every question <laughs> just appropriately. So my only issue is that there was a big subsection of people who say, we don't like processed foods who then decide to eat plant-based proteins. If you look on the ingredient statement of plant-based proteins, it is a laundry list of ingredients to get it to emulate actual meat items. Also, legally, uh, if you are emulating, let's say, a burger patty, your macros and calorie and fat content, well, fat being a macro, needs to be identical to what you're replicating. So it is not a low-calorie food at all. It is highly processed to make it emulate real meat. I will not argue with anyone who wants to go that route for humane reasons, for whatever, you know, other reasons they may decide. But if you're trying to eat healthy, and usually most people think healthy means lower calories, lower fat, it is exactly the same. I mean, and in case you guys didn't know, I actually have degrees in culinary arts and culinary nutrition. So, yeah, corporate chef who has a culinary nutrition degree also is funny to a lot of people. Yeah, I, I so I know they've done studies before where they've they've swapped out like you know um, they they found that 
you know, these plant-based alternatives are really just not a replacement for, you know, whole plant foods. You know, I think mm-hmm. a lot of people, you know, see that. And that's comes down to marketing as well. Like you're what beyond meat or whatever, you know, they definitely mm-hmm. were they're pretty good at marketing, you know, getting people to yeah. believe that these things were a substitution for, you know, actual broccoli or whatever it is. Uh mm-hmm. so, you know, we definitely yeah. You know, we definitely know that. But like, I do think it's a good alternative for, you know, someone who is either vegan or they just want, you know, they just want an alternative. Like it's cholesterol. You have an issue with cholesterol. You're not allowed to eat red meat after five months. Man, I could really go for a burger that emulates whatever. Now, me as a consumer, that's not my thing. I would imagine I would go more towards the like black bean rice patty mushroom burger kind of like i don't need you to emulate the real deal just give me a good plant-based yeah that just goes to show you everyone's different and everybody has this different here's okay here's actually a question now that i just thought of it what because you're a corporate shelf for mcdonald's what mcdonald's did what discontinued mcdonald's product would you bring back that's my question, because oh. right off the top of my head, I love the Hula Burger. For anyone listening that doesn't know what the Hula Burger is, this was a burger that was not a burger at all. It was literally just a pineapple slice mm-hmm. put between two uh, buns, and I believe there was cheese on top of it. That is Correct. the most insane idea I've ever heard. It sounds <laughs> terrible, but I also love it because of that reason. Like, who yes. was just like, oh, yeah, I think it became, it was something to do with, like, oh, we're going to make a non-meat option or something. So, like, or let's Lent. just put a... So- Ray Kroc was like, hey, on Fridays, nobody is coming to our restaurant. What's the deal? Well, during Lent, the fish filet is on the menu. 80 or 90% of all filet of fish sales are during Lent. So people go on their Fridays and eat the filet of fish. But that was before the filet of fish was invented. It was an idea to come up with a uh, approved item for those who are for religious if you reasons, like google go- cockamamie idea that's what comes up like that is just so crazy just put like a, a slice of pineapple but i also love it for that reason and i wanted to come back and i will purchase it if it ever comes that back would be speaking of uh cockamamie idea meal at mcdonald's would be the liam box you got to come up with some <laughs> overpriced plastic destroy the environment toy to put in your adult box this is going to be great. I'll talk to somebody. We'll make it. <laughs> Get me in touch with McDonald's. I have ideas. Burger. I have ideas. Are they good ideas? No, uh, but they are ideas that people will purchase just for that reason. Rob, before you before you go, I have to explain why it is a good idea. Why you are not even. This is a good idea. Pumpkin spice lattes. Okay, everybody. Lo- when pumpkin spice season comes around, have you noticed it's even earlier than it ever was? I don't know. Oh if yeah, Canada yeah. Or pumpkin spice, everything. Season gets longer and longer and longer. Eighty-five to ninety percent of all pumpkin spice things sold during pumpkin spice season are people who buy one thing one time. Ten percent are the regulars who will right infinite amount most people buy the one one time and go back to their original order by the one one thing one time and then they're like this stuff kind of sucks yeah this is why i don't order it or i got my (laughs) is that different people every year or is it people like going back like let me try it again yeah the majority are whoever it is we're trying to get you to buy one of the things because right. otherwise you would not never buy it. You wouldn't. Yes. So my idea it, stands. Who wouldn't yeah. buy? Who wouldn't see the hula burger? One time you make enough to buy just yes. one. 
what is this it, cheese Half this spice? is a limited is edition this? yeah it's nonsense but like please if you haven't seen it google the hula burger it's ridiculous yeah. but i mm-hmm. think we would get enough people just buying it for they would go to mcdonald's just Absolutely. to try that and they would also get fries and other things i'm telling you yeah. mcdonald's for all the make the head other corporate shelves at mcdonald's who are listening bring back yeah. the hula oh, burger. i think there's two now maybe three <laughs> yeah oh, but again good. i left in 2019 so it's been a little while a whole pandemic oh, happened and all, and is mm-hmm. happening. Uh, so it's it's been a while since I worked over there. That's great. But the real question here is, did McDonald's start the pandemic with seed oils? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't confirm or deny that. Uh, but certainly, <laughs> I can't. Here's the, I think they were not happy, but it was certainly an excuse to get rid of all-day breakfast in the United States that a lot of people liked which hmm. they probably were already talking about before the pandemic of how are we going to remove this thing that there's a bunch of people who actually like it? I don't know. Pandemic hits. They're like, excellent. All day oh, breakfast. is oh, gone. Okay. So uh, interesting. All the conspiracy theories about McDonald's starting COVID of which nobody has ever said that. I, I've just started a new conspiracy theory. McDonald's. Started I don't know. I feel like if I COVID. go on Reddit, wow. I feel like I would find it. I feel like I would find that theory somewhere deep within <laughs> Reddit. Well, anybody on Reddit who happens Reddit to subscribe to that theory like. and is happening to listen to this podcast, yeah. I have just confirmed it for you. And it was actually it actually started with Rule Thirty Four. I don't know if you're familiar with. Oh that. God, <laughs> that's how it really started. Don't look it up. Nobody look. Oh, it up. nobody looked that up. Nobody looked that up. On uh, McDonald's, yes, Mario. <laughs> Rule 34, cause COVID. There you go. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. But I mean, I'm sure you're going to be ignorant. I'm, like, I don't want to know. I'm dying on the inside right now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like during COVID, though, did how what, were their sales like hit hard during COVID? Did they increase? Like with the drive through? I figure people are, more people are going through that. Like what? What anytime happened? there is financial struggles in the world, right. anytime there is, you know, people are struggling, the cheapest foods sell right. better. Yeah. So like dollar so, stores do better during the worst of times, you know, like everyone's dollar trying to budget, everyone's doing that. So usually during those times, a fully integrated into society, McDonald's does perfectly fine. They've got enough money to... Whether the storms of like you know up and down of sales, seriously, they are. I feel like because you too know, big to fail. Let's put it that right. way. That's what right. I was just about to say because like I feel like all these like wellness like health gurus are always like let's just get rid of all the fast food. I'm like I feel like if we just got rid of only McDonald's alone, the economy would crumble. <laughs> it would just collapse. <laughs> the amount of yeah people employed there. The amount of McDonald's sells more fruit to kids than any other restaurant (laughs) the apples that go in their happy meals how many happy meals are sold they sell more fruit to children than and milk than any other restaurant man wow so middle of nowhere delphus ohio where it's a manufacturing facility a mcdonald's and a walmart Sometimes like, hey, McDonald's putting fruit and milk in their Happy Meals and not advertising cheeseburgers, but hamburgers instead because they're lower calorie. All of those things, there is the 
major hmm. metropolitan city where everyone's got money. We wouldn't eat that trash. There's middle America where that is the only restaurant in huh. your town. So yeah, it's again, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's interesting. interesting uh, yeah. I feel like to, in order to like, you know, one of, one of the better things we can do is just push these like fast food companies. Cause like, okay. Uh, I think a good example is like eggs. You know, there was a big push for like, I don't want conventional eggs. I want like pasture raised, like free range, like mm-hmm. eggs, that sort of thing. And it seemed like overnight we went from like, oh, maybe a couple options to now there's like 50 options mm-hmm. of just different like pasture raised eggs that yeah. you can buy. Whereas like with McDonald's, you could maybe do something similar if we just push these, you know, like uh, well, McDonald's and fast food. To a, you are very things. smart, Liam. You know that? You I are mean, very I'm smart. told that <laughs> never, but I appreciate it. <laughs> this is, and I'm not here to praise or promote McDonald's in any capacity, but when McDonald's decides that we want um free range eggs served in our restaurant their restaurant the entire industry then is like all right now we have to do that so mcdonald's can insight change within an industry based on what their like you just said the apple thing like they how when did they start selling apples i mean what is 10 15 Um, years ago like something it was yeah i think yeah somewhere something like that and, yeah. you know, now they sell what more you just said they sell more fruit than like any other restaurant. So just like a, a small change like yeah. that, it can have absolutely. Pretty big so McDonald's, yeah. when I was there, removed artificial flavors, colors and preservatives from their core 11 burgers. So that was an initiative. It initially, you know, oh. they wanted to do that. The flip side is. When McDonald's says, hey, guess what we did? Here's healthier menu items. We reduce that. Nobody cares. Nobody huh. goes and buys the healthier food items mm. from McDonald's. The reason why salads are gone, egg white delights are gone, all of these things is because people might buy it that one time yeah. and then go back to their original. So the advice, and this is not a McDonald's, this is an everyone thing, inform people to make healthier choices with their money exactly that i think that is the key right there healthier better for you items right and more will come money talks right at the end of the day like we decide with you know with our dollars yeah Yeah, it's easy to blame it on mcdonald's and stuff but if you're not buying it why are they they have no reason to produce it or there's the whole debate you're making mcdonald's is making people fat is mcdonald's Pulling people into the restaurant and force feeding them the burger. Yeah. Only yeah. when they're doing the test groups. The test Only in the focus <laughs> groups. Then we, uh, yeah. This is Lavage our new force fed burger. We like have to uh, feed it to you. No, get in here. We have to feed foie it to you. <laughs> making you eat it. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's just really interesting to me. I think we need so, like, and it comes back to, like, a lot of things. Like, we talk about, like, oh, the algorithm does this. Like, the algorithm is just people. Right. Like the algorithm, Mm -hmm. like we decide. So I think, you know, like we need to try and inform people, yeah, of better options and then encourage them to, you know, ask for those. And that's how we get, you know, apples at McDonald's or, you know, pasture-raised eggs or all these sort of things. How do we do more of that? Rob, answer this question. Answer this very complex question Mm -hmm. in a very simple, easy way to understand. How do we get more people? To you know, want the to 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 buy those healthier options or to to demand those healthier options at fast food places. We we need to turn it into a conspiracy somehow. <laughs> He's going yeah, back to the conspiracies. Yeah. No, Reddit. Yeah. We're done. <laughs> I like that. Okay, okay, Reddit, Reddit. Anybody listening on Reddit? Anybody listening on uh, oh. on anonymous or anything like that? Come on, we need some conspiracies to make have, fruit make fruit real- great again. I don't, no, I don't. Please, no. 
So here's a question I'm going to ask both of you. Get ready. Is it okay for somebody like me to hide healthy ingredients in food items so people don't know that they're eating healthier options, like hiding vegetables, not talking about it, changing ingredient statements, removing things without letting consumers know that we're doing it? So it's still like it would still be labeled, though, correctly. Like if you looked it up, if I went online and I looked up McDonald's recipe and the you know ingredients say there's would that so it wouldn't be on that label like I wouldn't be able to see it. I mean, yeah, you would legally you would have to change an ingredient statement or a label. You don't have to necessarily market it. Right. And I'm not just talking not specifically just McDonald's, but right. Any restaurant like, hey, we removed all of this stuff. And we're not going to tell anybody because when you market healthier items, unfortunately, 25 to 30 percent less sales right out the gate. If you say this is a healthier thing, a better for you item, there is such a demand of people who are like, nah, that's I'm going to get there. I want to clip this right here. And I'm going to when this podcast is I'm editing. I want to clip this right here because that's such an important point that – like even if these companies go make something healthier, as soon as they announce it, we stop buying it. Correct. That's a fascinating. So yeah, then, I is it okay that. for the for the betterment of society if we sneak healthy things into people without them knowing? Because the okay. flip side is now you're being secretive and. Deciding okay. what people should eat. Okay, okay, okay. So you know in the movie where like the robot kind of takes over and it's first it's helping, but then the robot realizes that humans are all killing each other and it needs to basically like control us in order to make us not kill each other. When I was mm-hmm. younger, I was like, okay, no, that's a terrible robot. We need to kill it. And as I get older, I'm like, I kind of agree with the robot. Like we're kind of murdering I'm, I'm each neutral. other at an I just exponential rate. Yeah, I am neutral because <laughs> so, it's like. Yeah. yeah, we could just just take all those bad menu items uh, from McDonald's and don't serve them anymore. All right, then they're going to go out of business and we uh, just crumbled. Is that okay too? Because yeah. We're in a sticky, sticky situation here. It's like I, I, I would um, be a hypocrite to say that it's not okay because like in personal cooking, I'll like hide some chia seed in something, hide some peas in something, mm-hmm. right? That's so, I, I, most of us do it on a personal level. Man, I'm still stuck on this. Like when you market something as healthy, sales of it go down. That's always that's just it's very interesting. Yeah. I would not. And then I of course people that. turn around and blame the industry. Right. Yeah. Uh, it, I kind of not that it's healthy, but there is a brand of. I think you've probably all heard of Liquid Death, the yeah. water in the yep. band. <laughs> How their whole shtick is. We're doing this because plastic is not as recyclable as aluminum. So we want to sell water in cans, but they're not marketing it like that. They're marketing it as this water will drown and kill you. Murder your thirst. So <laughs> yeah, you're right. Marketing it in one way, but their initiatives and goals are to reduce plastic in our ecosystem. So like they're promoting it, not talking about that at all. Okay. You can find okay. It on okay. Website, okay. Okay. Like, okay. I have a thought. I have a thought. Everybody listen. Okay. Set. Okay. Are you listening? <laughs> oh, I got, well, got I've stopped listening now. Okay. You've lost So me. no, you I think this was long. Burger King. This wasn't McDonald's. Uh, but I mm-hmm. remember, was, wasn't there the Nightmare Burger or something like that? Where there was a burger where the whole idea was that it had certain ingredients in it that it would give you nightmares. Was the whole mm-hmm. 
the whole thing about it. Yeah, I'd have to that look at it. That sounds like an American thing. That was, I know oh, there was like, come there on. There was like the black button. That <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll look it up in a second. But See, yes. a Canadian thing would be the I'm sorry burger. Yeah. <laughs> you do not get the chance to apologize. I'm <laughs> <laughs> sorry to say that. No. Oh, that's nightmare fuel for Canadians. Canadian. Cheese curds are not squeaky. This is, this is the greatest <laughs> yes. cheese okay. curd. What? I, I have done some research. I just looked it up. It is the nightmare burger from Burger King. And the whole idea was it had like a green bun and it looks super hmm. weird. But like. It, it was the whole idea was that it would give you nightmares because something in it and they had some weird study, you know, it's basically like a Paul Saladino study where they're like, it was in rats or some weird shit <laughs> in a German yeah, library. It's, it's all, it was From all weird, but, but people bought it. People were like, Oh shit, that's going to give me nightmares. I got to try that. We need that. But for like, yeah, we need to do that for health. We need to tell people it's, we need to reverse psychology people into being healthy. That's what we need to do. We need to tell, yes. we need to go, yeah. the, I think we need to go the liquid death with that. nightmare burger route. Mm -hmm. I think we I need to do that. I agree with that a thousand percent. Man, we've discovered mm -hmm. something. Now you clip yeah. this and now we have the answer. We have the yeah, answer. Now there we go. go. <laughs> yeah, we have to force, we have to <laughs> villainize certain things and force people to eat the other thing. Uh, we're God. now turning into the people we ate. We, we've gone this, Rob, we are we are being a detriment right now because we're calling out people for saying like seed oils are terrible. And we're like, no, actually, they're fine. We need to lean into this shit. We need to say Apparently, seed oils yeah. are the worst thing ever. I'm, and I'm then, the worst guest ever. Everyone <laughs> your fans are going to hate me. I did not say we should uh, be. We didn't tell people they're horrible. So they buy more of them. That's what we're discovering. Yeah. We can't Fact. say things are healthy because I'm still fascinated by this thing because oh, it seems oh. like recently, like in the past, I don't know, 10 years or so, they have made it so that uh, there's more healthy options. You see like these different restaurants with, with healthier options pop up. But maybe it's just those like restaurants do well. But when a typically quote unquote unhealthy restaurant like McDonald's or Burger King, when they try something to make it healthier, they kind of lose their fan base in, in a way. Yeah. It's 100%. I'm I'm fast. Yeah. I need to think about this for like months. I don't I don't. This is so crazy to me. That's hard. Well, you know, know what else we it. also need to do is we need to make sure that people understand that lettuce detoxes your liver. <laughs> do <laughs> do we need to go the detox? No, detox feels like positive. Isn't, we need to go isn't like lettuce just water? <laughs> for the most no, part, it's yeah, like we need to go. Something. Lettuce toxifies your body. Lettuce well, retoxifies. Are you. you all you all aware of? There was somebody who said like iceberg lettuce should not be a food supply in our system at all. It should be destroyed from the earth because the amount of resources it takes to make iceberg lettuce, oh, yeah. the amount of nutrients that are not in it, how fast it goes bad, the shipping, how much food waste. It is a useless food item. It's like the American penny. We just, yeah, can't really it just get takes space <laughs> and energy. It is useless. We should not be using it. You can replace it with more nutritious greens that are maybe even hardier, huh. that last longer. But people like the crunch. People like the flavorlessness of iceberg. The and like half of iceberg that is grown is wasted and thrown away. So we should not even bother growing it. It is a waste huh. of resources. Why don't we just grow half as much? That's Boom. way too logical. That's too, way too logical. <laughs> I don't know why you're 
But I think that because then what if the store doesn't have it? I need to have it. <laughs> need it as an option. It but needs they to like be the, available. Like they like the tastelessness of it. So I think we. I think you're right. What we need to like just change things slightly to make them more healthy or a something. Flavorless so kale. Can... That's that's a genius oh. idea. Flavorless kale. Come on, <laughs> with all the nutrients, all the health benefits, but it tastes okay. like iceberg. In lettuce. every futuristic well, movie, what do you see? What do you see? What do you see, Robin? Every futuristic when it comes to food, soylent. Okay, I am kind of going. That. I was thinking more like you know pills or whatever that you take that are just like all the nutrients. You have it in like some little pouch or something like that, and that just has everything. I I I feel like we kind of just need to go that route. We need that. We haven't started that yet. Okay, I mean, I guess we started mm-hmm. with soylent. That's kind of a thing, but we need to push it harder. We're just like here's all your nutrients because <laughs> what do people always ask us? Like, okay, I'm trying to be healthier. Which uh, multivitamin should I take? which supplement should i take that's always their first question because that's what they want that's what they want so that's what they we want need to it, give yeah, them. nice and easy yes and everyone's that when they i want to be healthier that means nothing <laughs> unless you put parameters behind it what do you mean healthy do you want to probably lose weight <sighs> aka lose fat i'm assuming that's what most of you mean which means you need to reduce your caloric intake well i'm going to switch instead of Buttered noodles, I'm going to drench my noodles in olive oil. I am going to be so much better. Yes, there are some health benefits to that. Calorie-wise, there is no change. You are still going to be fat and get fat if you just keep doing it. So that actually does not, you know, there are those little things. The healthy halo is what it's called in the food biz. Hey, these are cholesterol-free fries. Oh, fan, they must be better for me. I mean, they're fried in seed oils, but... Uh, or like sweet potato no fries. Cholesterol. If you ask like the average average person, like, are sweet potato fries like way healthier for you than regular fries? But, like, yeah, it's sweet potatoes, so much healthier. Like, no, they're just fucking fries. Like, oh, veggie yeah, chips. That's a great yeah, example. Veggie deep straws, deep. all that stuff. Like, what oh, the hell? Oh, my kids love veggie straws. It's like, just deep fried. It's tasty, but it's still just yeah. a fried Salt, chip. Oh, yeah. man. So That's these are the things as an R&D chef. So away from McDonald's, my entire R&D career, I started uh, wanting to be a chef. I went to culinary school, did all this stuff. When I was in culinary school, I also wanted to be in a metal band. So nights, weekends, and holidays, that's show night. I can't work in a restaurant. So I kind of fell into the R&D chef <laughs> world because I wanted to have a life and all of those things. But the whole career after working in restaurants is my opinion on what I'm making, developing, is irrelevant. I am making a thing for a consumer. So if it's a Liam item, a Rob item, a Joe Schmo in Middle America item, if it's a Whole Foods consumer, a Kroger stop and shop, you know, I don't know what other weird Canadian stores, I don't know what those are called, but whatever those <laughs> are, I'm just kidding, obviously. Um, you know, it's I'm making something for a specific consumer using data. So it is, although my personal feelings of like aspartame came up in the media not too long ago, all of these customers of mine wanted to remove aspartame from a lot of their items. Okay. I also happen to sell Stevia, Mm -hmm. Splenda, you know, all of the other monk fruits, whatever other kind of non-nutrient all right, I'll make you that one. Do I necessarily agree with the decision? It doesn't nope. matter. No, it, what comes to account, uh, are people going to buy yeah, something? Yeah, job, it doesn't matter. So yeah. when I was, I think I said it before the camera rolled, but I'll say it right now. 
you two say a lot of the things I would love to publicly say, but can't because it's not my job or place to do that. Yeah. I have my own opinions and right, but yeah, uh, I just have to deal with that. Your allegiance lies with, you know, creating the food that people want to purchase, that people spend their dollars on. And it's just, yeah. And that's just a different world. And I find it, I find it interesting. It is, it is hard sometimes. You know, and not only for, the health and wellness aspect of it. It's I'm a trained chef that worked fine dining. And one of the first things out of culinary school was to make Amish potato salad for Walmart, which is incredibly cheap, filled with sugar, not exotic, delicious flavor. It was how cheap can we make it? So early on, there is a big struggle of why would I want, I'm not going to eat this. Why would I do this? I also have to realize that if I'm not doing the work, one of the reasons why I wanted to be at McDonald's was to try to make things better. Uh, and after a couple of years, I was like, I have no influence in this company whatsoever. But it's the battle between a fancy chef who now works at a fast food place, a health and wellness advocate who now developed the deep fried fatty thing. Uh, so there's a lot of different, uh, you know, I'm a parent. What do I want to feed my kids? Hmm. I tried to. My entire family eats trash. Eats like my wife is Polish. She grew up Polish. It's meat and potatoes. So to get any of my women upstairs to eat a vegetable is like absolutely impossible. So I had to go the route of hiding it in marinara sauce and pureeing it up and getting them to eat it. But do I say, no, kids, you're going to starve. You eat this broccoli or you get nothing. I'm in the I want my kids to be fed. I don't want them to starve. They will just not eat if it's something they don't like. So how do I deal with that knowing that these dino nuggets are probably not the best protein source? Uh, but it is certainly better than them eating just buttered noodles all day. They need to eat protein, so we're gonna eat a lot of cheese. We're gonna try to mm-hmm. supplement macros with other kinds of things and figure out what works for them. And it's a constant battle I struggle with on a daily basis. There was one thing in there I really wanted to highlight for the listeners. It's that, especially when we're talking about studies and stuff, we always get the, well, who funded it? Big food or whatever. And it's like, okay, yeah, they, they funded it. They didn't have any control over it. But the people working on it, the people working behind the scenes, the scientists, the culinary experts, all these people, they are not big food. They actually do care about you. Doctors care about you. I mean, yes, there's going to be person A, person B here or there that, yeah, they're in it for the money. Usually you can see that because they're selling supplements. But a lot of the people behind the scenes actually do care about you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it's, uh, I do like, you know, hey, did you guys hear about this one study? So with 10 really fit males, okay, they did a thing, four of them (laughs) had this result so oh okay (laughs) like i'm i'm not the smartest but i do know how to look and interpret data understanding probability statistics risk things of that nature and you both have pointed out the hypocrisy of some people of saying well no you can't have this Unless I'm selling it, then you could you could have yeah. it in this way. Well, you pick a lane. I would be ecstatic if you just stick to the one side. And if you can't promote your thing without trash villainizing the other thing, 
That has nothing to do with the food. You're just a piece of trash who can't <laughs> communicate appropriately. Or you're trying to leverage assholery to <laughs> do what you got to do, which is why I asked that question. Shouldn't we just hide healthy things and make people eat healthy things? It's that easy. Well, hmm. now we're being jerks, forcing people to do what we want <laughs> without with alleviating choice. So that's why I very much promote education, <clears throat> knowledge, yep. So people and vilifying the flippy flop. Crap we, you have two. You have two flop. options. Okay, listen. We either go <laughs> the 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 death water, you know, nightmare burger route, and we make everything seem horrible for you, so that you then buy it, or we hide healthy foods in your foods that you think are unhealthy. Those yeah, are the two we'll options you. you have at this I, personally, point. Personally, personally, I'm for option A. I, I'm all for some, you know. I, I'm with you. I like lethal I, injection yeah. of toxic dose burger or whatever you know i just came up with it marvel about ready to go into x-men mode for mutants right right you know, this plant-based or um lab-grown meat there is a study that says you might gain superpowers <laughs> you eat this and that's gonna pop them off I think oh give us all the lab-grown meat we lab, we need to make we need to relabel it death broccoli or, you yeah. know, you just like, it's just cancer carrots, cancer mm-hmm. carrots. Yeah. Some alliteration in there. I love it. Poison pineapple. Get, get oh, out there. Enjoy it. I think nice. I, that's what I'm going with. That's what we're that's that's what we're doing now. That's what we've decided. Done. It's been decided. It's been decided. I'll get in the kitchen. I'll start doing some R&D. Gotcha. Once uh, when you guys start seeing this stuff flying on the shelves, you'll know where it came from. Uh, yeah, you better. Uh, <laughs> well, I think hey, we're kind of Brussels that point. sprout is going to implode my insides. I'll, I'll give it a try. Uh, <laughs> I think. Yeah, but uh, I think we're getting that time. Mike, where can yeah. uh, people find you? Where can they read? They find where to get McDonald's stuff. <laughs> Where can they find your metal band? Uh, Only on TikTok is it McDonald's heavy. All the rest are general Chef Mike shenanigans. Um, You just look up my name. I also hosted a Dungeons and Dragons inspired cooking show that is on Amazon, Freebie, and Plex right now. Love it. I am currently writing a cookbook based on one of the best video games ever made in history. I'm not even going to spoil. I'll spoil it to you guys, maybe. After, but I can't. Okay. Yeah, I get in real trouble. Uh, but just look my last name up, and it's spelled just like it sounds: Harris H A R A C Z Z Z. What's that? Get out of here with that, syrup drinking son of. No, I'm just. I mean, what what do you guys do? Call it zebras? They're zebras. Zebras. Weird. Tim Horton drinking son of a. Double double. I like a good double double. Hey, wasn't that a great time? Listen to the podcast. You were just, I'm assuming you knew or you were just listening to in moderation. So if you go ahead and hit the, the five star button, is that a thing? Uh, the like that, button? That's a thing. No. Yeah. The like button five on YouTube. Stars. If you're on YouTube, hit the like button, not the dislike button. That's a bad button. The bad like button. button. Bad Don't button. touch. Hit all, Don't so hit you. all the other buttons. The share. The, the go, you can go check out all those things. Subscribe. Go check out our Patreon. Yeah. We have we do have a Patreon. It's free to join if you want, or you could give us money. That'd be really cool. Like a dollar or two. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Whatever you have. That's, That's super, where you'll find super, all the news for this. We're super appreciative. You can find all sorts of other stuff there. We do giveaways. I think sometimes you know sometimes. all that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, peace. <laughs> <laughs>